0: Today, we continue in our study of Parshas Tetzavah. Yesterday, we reached until Revi'i. Today, we begin from Revi'i to Chamishi. So, this is the fourth of this series of lectures on Parshas Tetzavah. We already learned up to this point in detail of the bigodim of the garments, which the Kohen Godol and the Kohanim yotim, the chief Kohen and the ordinary Kohanim, Aharon and the sons of Aharon, were to wear. Now, as we begin Revi, we learn about the whole procedure of the installation or the inauguration of the Kohanim. And the pastor begins and says... This is what you are to do. There's a whole procedure, a kind of a ceremony that has to be done in order to distinguish them, to sanctify them, to serve me, says God. First of all, lekach, here a grammatical note, of the meaning of the words, Rashi says, to take in Hebrew. Can have the three letter shoresh lekach, lamed, kuf, ches, or the two letter shoresh kach, just kuf and ches, meaning the same thing, Rashi insists. So lekach means take par echod ben bokor, one (coughs) bull, one bull, a bull of cattle, ve'elim shnaim temimet, and two rams, obviously all without blemishes. There are three animals. First of all the par, then to aen. Along with this, as is often, along with the animal sacrifice, there is also a sacrifice from meal, from flour. In this case, 30 breads were to be brought, ten of three different ten each of three different types. The first type is Lechem Matzos, which Rashi says is Revucha, meaning you take some flour and water, mix them together, immerse that, like a matzah ball, immerse it into boiling water. Then it's baked, and after it's baked, it is fried. This is Lechem Matzos. Later, this will be referred to as chalas lechem shemen, because it requires, as we will study later, a full revius, a amount called a revius of revius log of oil. But this is one type. That's lechem matzos. Then chalos matzos belulos bashemen. There, here, you take the flour and water and oil and mix them all together. And the oil and flour together are baked. That's halos matzos. And then there are rekikei matzos, which are um, biscuits, flat matzos, kind of like our matzos, anointed with oil. Meaning they are baked without oil, (coughs) but they are subsequently anointed with oil. And of each of these Lechem Matzos 10, Halos Matzos plus Vashem 10, and Rekike Matzos Meshuchim Vashom 10. Soles Chitim Ta'aseh they are to um, be taken from fine flour. Wheat, fine wheat flour. Vinosato Ha'usom Al Sal Echo, these 30 loaves, are placed into one large basket. We hikraftem You to bring them near in the basket. V'yasapor elims. You bring them near. Meaning, you bring them near the door to the ohel moed. The mufarshim say in the north and half of the, um, to the to the facing the the marov to the right of the Misbeach. and to take there the the sacrifices, the breads in a basket the bull and the two rams. And the Esaron, the Esbonov, Takrivel Pesach, Oel bring Aaron and his sons there too, to that same place, the door opening of the Oel Moed. And they should be bathed in water. The say, of course, Rashi, this is the, uh, uh, the immersion of the entire body. They go to a mikveh. The Mizrochi, Baliyo Mizrochi, one of the commentaries on Rashi, says that since it says, osam moyim, with a patach under the base, as if it would read, in the water, in the specific water, the Heihayadiyah, then we mean the specific water of the mikveh. Okay, so Aaron's there, the Carbonos are there. Now, Aaron has to be dressed, uh, dressed apart. Before we continue, I must share with you the Ramban's understanding of the significance of the par and the two elim. This is the Ramban in, in Chumash Vayikro, not here in Chumash Shemos. Rashi insists that the par is a kapora, it's a sin offering. For the sin of the Egel, which of course chronologically hasn't even occurred yet, but as we know, this chronological sequence is not the issue here. But the power is a sin offering uh, for Rashi. Ramban also says that the power is a sin offering, which is quite obvious from the context as we will study. <coughs> the first aisle, the first aisle, will be a korban ola, a completely burnt korban. And it's kind of a gift offering. An ola is a doron, a gift offering from the kohanim. The third korban, the second, ayil, is brought as a korban shlomim. Ramban says it's a korban toda, It's a thanksgiving offering offered by the kohanim because they were given the privilege of serving God. In any case... When they're all gathered together, the three animals, a basket of breads, Aaron and his sons, after they have immersed themselves in a mikvah, then you take the clothing, which we learned about in detail already, and Aaron and his sons have to wear the clothing. So the Posik says, You should dress Aaron, you should place the Kutonus on Aaron. And there are indeed Mefarshim who say, the Ramban being one of them, that Moshe dressed Aharon. Others say, the Ralbag, that no, Moshe didn't dress him physically. Moshe instructed him to dress himself. In any case, Aaron had to don, D-O-N, the kutones, the undermost shirt, the es mi'il ho'efot, and then the mi'il on top of that. V'es ho eifod, and then the eifod on top of that. V'es ha and then the cho-shem. V'yofadetolo b'cho-shev ho eifod. You tighten the band around the eifod, and now he's all dressed. Of course, he left out the mechnasayim, the pants. That's kind of assumed that he would put on the pants. We learned the pants, the breeches, the trousers... Were kind of separate. There were lachos Pisar Ervo, They were for reasons of modesty, not for reasons of glory and adornment. Lachavod uliseforas. Now, what's missing, of course, is headgear. V'samto Hamits nefes al rosho. You put the turban on his head. Nosato esnezer hakodesh al hamitz and then you place the the gold, the the diadem, the crown that sits. Upon the mitznefes, Rashi says, meaning that these the pisil Techeles, which was inserted through the central hole in the tzitz, went over and above the mitznefes. That's nezer hakodesh al ha Ve'lo kachto es Then you take the special oil of anointment al rosho, and you pour it on his head. Rashi describes the manner in which you would do so is kamin kai, like the Greek letter kai, C-H-I, which is kind of like an X. (coughs) So you would anoint Aharon. Notice that the postal here speaks only of anointing Aharon. There's no mention here of anointing the um, other kohanim. Uh, some say they were not anointed. Some say they were. The Gemara Meseches Christus seems to indicate that they were anointed. The Mepharshim have a great discussion about this. <clears throat> and the Nitziv and the Malbim go on and on about this. The Malbim at some length. The main point I want to stress is just dealing with the text. We do not find the text here that the other sons that the other Kohanim, namely the sons of Aharon were anointed, but rather Aaron was anointed. The Esponov and after Aaron is dressed completely with all the clothing that we learned about, and anointed with this Shemen Hamish, then bring forward this four sons of Aharon, Vihilbashtom Kutonos, and again dress them with the undermost tunic. Now, if you were paying careful attention, Aaron was dressed, but there's no mention of the Avnate, the belt around the Ksonis. Now, if we're going in sequence here, Aaron's already dressed. What does it mean here? Aaron already has the Me'il above the Ksonis and the Ephod above the Me'il, So did he sneak under the clothing somehow and and, and twist the Avnate around? Or does it simply mean that, of course, Aaron already had the Avnate upon him. And around the Kutones of the sons of Aaron, you place the Avnate now. Vichovashto lohem you put on their caps or turbans. kuhun And this was to be their service Forever, yadad. So now Aaron and um, his sons are they have their hands full, literally Umileso yada meaning they are initiated into their new role. That is the people. Now let's move on to the animal sacrifices. First of all, the par, the bull. Vihraftoesapol if Neo Moe, you bring the poor closer. Visomach Aharon Uvanoveside Malrosha Po. Notice grammatically. Visomach is in the singular Aron Uvonov in the plural. Visomach Aharon Uvonov. The Meforshim say here, and there's a quandary about this, but Ibnesva says this, others discuss this, Yorakimakodosh discusses this. That when it says v'somach aharon uvonov, it means one at a time. That's why it's in the singular. First, Aaron leaned with his hands upon the head of the bull, then nodov, then avihu, then elozor, then Isoma. That's the v'somach uh, aharon uvonov. They put their hands and pressed down upon the head of the bull, indicating that they are the bylim, they are the, the owners, so to speak, of this sacrifice. Then the bull was slaughtered. You are to take some of the blood of the bull. And since this poor has a halacha of a sort of a sin offering, a korbon chatos, so therefore it requires that the blood be placed, not just sprinkled, but placed upon the four horns, the four corners of the Mizbeach. The finger of a Kohen had to be dipped into the blood and the blood smeared upon the four corners of the Mizbeach. Obviously, that was only some of the blood. What did you do with the rest? tishpoch, The rest of it was spilled or poured. El Yisod HaMizbeach, down to the foundation of the Mizbeach. Now, in the Mizbeach in the base hamigdosh, the Mishnah Mesech describes how the bottom uh, platform of the Mizbeach, its two sides, protruded, protruded, so that there was a kind of a step along two walls of the Mizbeach protruding. And that was the Yisod HaMizbeach. Was there a yasod by the Mishkan or not? From, uh, this posuk, it would seem so. And Rashi says clearly here, a yasod ha that there was a, a shelf protruding around and around from the Mizbeach. And the Miforshim explain that the yasod, the foundation or shelf at the bottom of the Mizbeach in the Mishkan, was different from that protrusion in the base of in two ways. Number one, it didn't protrude a full ammo, which is about eighteen or twenty inches, but just a little bit. Number one and number two in the Mishkan, this protrusion was around all four sides of the mizbeach, whereas in the Mikdash it was only around two of them. In any case. The blood is now poured after it has been applied with the finger of the Kohen to the four corners of the Mizbeach. Then you take the various parts of the animal which are called technically the emurim, the parts of the animal which are placed and burnt upon the altar. And you should take Eskolha Mekase Hakeref all the fat that covers the entrails, the ace Hyoseres Al Hakovid and the protuberance on the liver, the Aishloos and the two kidneys, the Sakelevashera and the fat on the kidneys Vihtarto Ashalehan Vihtarto Hamisbeko. Take them all. And place them upon the fire, turn them into smoke. These are the classic parts of the animal. And they are burnt upon the mespeach. The rest of the animal is called the bosor, the flesh. In an ordinary korbon chatas, in an ordinary sin offering, this flesh would be eaten by the kohanim. Here, however, as we see in pasuk Yudalid, the flesh is burnt outside the camp. Something very unusual, as Rashi says, lo chatos <laughs> chitzonon isrefes elozo of a korban chatos which is brought on the outer mizbeach to have the flesh not eaten but disposed of by burning outside the camp. Very unusual, very rare, one, one of a kind. But this is what we're told to do. The flesh of the animal, its hide and its dung. Who here it says specifically, this por serves the role of a sin offering. Now, korban number two, sacrifice number two. Take the first ram, this ram will be a korban ola, a burnt offering. V'samchu, notice, V'samchu, and they in the plural, Aaron uvonov es Yedehem al Rosha Some Mufarshim say that in this case, they jointly did samicha. Together, the whole group of five, Aaron and his four sons, jointly pressed their hands down upon the animal. Look in the Ibn Ezra, however, who says... No big deal, V'samchu, v'samach. it's all the same. They did it consecutively. But they did the process of samicha, of putting their hands down and pressing upon the head of the animal. v'shochata to oil, and you should slaughter this ram. v'lokakhto esdomo v'zorakhto al soviv take its blood and sprinkle it upon the Mizbeach. Here you did not need what's called Matan Etzba. There's no mention here of a Kohen taking the blood on his finger and smearing it, but rather sprinkling it from a um, a, a, a vessel which which received the blood, blood poured into a vessel, then it was sprinkled around the Mizbeach. Does around the Mizbeach mean all around all four sides? Well, we know... Again, for the Mishnah and the Seches certainly other places in Shas, that this is Tono Shehein Arba, that all you sprinkled was the northeast corner and the diagonally opposite southwest corner. By doing sprinkling those two corners, you had some on the north, some on the east, some on the south, some on the west. That's roundabout, Soviv. So I, you took this ram, you sectioned it into pieces you washed its uh, entrails <coughs> its innards uh, its entrails and its legs and then you placed that upon um its its sections its quarters and upon its head the entire Ram all of it was placed upon the Mizbeach, not just the fat and the kidneys, etc., but the entire Korban. There was a Korban Ola Hu LaShem, a special Korban olah, a burnt offering, totally burnt. Reach nichoach ishe LaShem Hu. I think this is the first time in the Torah we have this phrase applied to a Korban. It's a Reach nichoach, a fragrant offering. And Rashi says, What does it mean, a fragrant offering? Does God like the fragrance of burnt meat? No, says Rashi. It is pleasing to me. I gave instructions and my instructions were obeyed. What God wants is obedience. That is the Reach Nechoach. Isha is from the word fire. It means here we have a fiery offering offering. an offering by fire given to the Rebono Shalom. So we have finished until Hamishi. Obviously, Hamishi interrupts the procedure. The procedure involves the Kohanim, their immersion in the mikvah, their becoming dressed in their begodim, and the Aaron at least being anointed with oil, perhaps his sons as well um that's step number 1 step number 2 the bull, the bull was was sacrificed and the details of that sacrifice step number 3 the first of the rams was brought we still have not yet learned about the second of the rams and about what was done with the three types of breads that is something we will learn mitzhashem tomorrow and the next day as we proceed from chamishi but now we are up to chamishi of Pashas titzave